This podcast's only purpose is for informational use. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. Investing in the market is risky and past performance is not indicative of future results. In this episode, Iris Ayala joins me to talk about avoiding burnout while hustling. Congratulations, you don't know me, but you will. Uh, Welcome back to another episode of the Two Cents 20-Year-Old Podcast. This is... Uh, obviously the podcast where I talk about the things that you should be thinking about when it comes to your money. But this episode is also episode 33, which uh, I just saw. Uh, and uh, for this episode, I brought on another friend of mine from the personal finance community on TikTok. My guest today is Iris Ayala. And as I said in the introduction, we discussed how to avoid burnout during this massive wave of hustle culture. But we also discussed her side hustles, speculation and investing, budgeting, expenses that are staples in both of our budgets. This episode was a ton of fun and also gave us a look into how Iris thinks about money. Iris has 32,000 followers on TikTok, even after only starting it in December, and continues to churn out incredible content. If you go on her TikTok, you will see video after video of these incredible breakdowns of investing vocab, how dividends work, what index funds are, basically information that is incredibly crucial yet most people aren't familiar with. This is why her content is so great. It introduces and teaches you about these crucial topics. Make sure to follow Iris on TikTok at Iris Ayala. Ayala spelled A-Y-A-L-A-A. Go give her content a watch. I promise you that you will learn a ton of great information about personal finance just from her page alone. So I won't keep you guys waiting. Let's get right into the episode. Today's episode with Iris Ayala starts right now. Today, I would like to welcome the guest that I mentioned in last week's episode, Iris Ayala. Iris, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. So before we get into anything, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do, you know, career-wise, social media-wise, stuff like that. Well, uh, my name's Iris and I'm 22 years old. I'm from Chicago. I'm a college student right now, but I graduate in August and I make TikToks on finance, personal development. What year in college are you? Uh, I'm a senior. Okay. And I ha- I'm studying nothing related to finance. What are you studying? I'm in nursing school right now. Oh, what? That's so crazy. Yeah. My interests are all over the place. So what, what, So you're going to school for nursing, but you're super interested in personal finance? Yeah. But I think there's a reason for that. Like I knew I was interested in personal finance even before I picked nursing as a major. But I, th- I really think that college has a way of just ruining the things you love. <laughs> so I've always just wanted to keep that separate. I think that that's so true because under like fine, <laughs> under my major of finance, I have to study things like accounting and yeah. ma- managerial accounting and financial accounting. And I'm just not naturally skilled at math. So it's kind of frustrating, but it does tie into my major a little bit. So it is kind of interesting. So when did you actually become interested in personal finance and what was the reason behind it? So when I was 18, my older brother introduced me into investing. And he helped me open my first brokerage account with Robinhood. And like looking back, I really don't think he cared about setting me up for financial success. I really think he only wanted like the Robinhood free stock referral. Oh, yeah. I I, honestly, ever since he introduced me, I got obsessed and I read like every book, watched every video and just did as much as I could to get into it. And like now I just want to like reach financial freedom. Like I don't have like anything else really, but I just want to be financially free. Yeah. I love that. I think that's a popular goal within personal finance, especially with investing. Like when you begin at that early of an age, like 18, 
you you begin to develop to the more serious like financially free instead of just making money Um, because when you're younger like that's what it's about is making money but once you get older once you get out of college and stuff like that it becomes being financially free not having to work a job that you hate the next question i had is when did you decide you wanted to start making social media content about personal finance so what really either drew you to it or drove you to begin doing it yourself so like the idea came to me around 2016 um, on YouTube, really, because I didn't see like any women in the space, especially like at that time. But honestly, I, I have so many videos that never made it online, just because I just had a lot of self doubt. And I was just honestly really nervous to start. So I just, whatever. And then I got on TikTok on like 2020, like around the pandemic. And then I found like the finance community on TikTok. And for the most part, I think people on TikTok a lot nicer than other platforms. I don't know if you feel that way. I feel that way for sure. Yeah. So I I think I just felt a lot more comfortable posting on TikTok than really any other platform about it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, my biggest fear was like people in real life finding like a YouTube <laughs> channel or like me posting on Instagram. Like TikTok, it's just a bunch of strangers. Yeah. So I felt a lot more comfortable there. Mm-hmm. But honestly, what really pushed me was I see so many people on TikTok like get sucked into these scams and just really bad advice and like people just shouting out random ticker symbols. So honestly, my only goal on TikTok is just to make like informational videos so that people like free informational videos so people could make better educated decisions. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the content that you make is basically the content that I want to eventually make like the, the content yeah. that you make is concise it, it people can relate to it they love your content which is I, I was scrolling through your profile because I wanted to um, make questions for this episode and I know you only have like like 30 videos or something like that like you're still pretty new to it but your you your page blew up I've only had this account for like maybe a month it's insane yeah I don't know what happened it <laughs> literally just one video just started like it snowballed it yeah was- I, I that's i that's what i love about tiktok at least i when i got on tiktok it was for this podcast like i i had my podcast but i needed to start making content for it to get the word out and i knew that tiktok like it, this was at the time where pretty much everything was blowing up i think tiktok's adjusted their for you page like credentials or whatever um yeah. but at this time like there, everything was blowing up so i was like all right well i got to get on tiktok and I made one piece of content and I got like a, a couple thousand of listeners just from that one piece of content. It was kind of, it was unreal. Like the growth yeah, on TikTok. Yeah, the organic is, reach on TikTok is unheard of. Like you can't really get this type of reach anywhere else. Seriously. Yeah. And, and that's, I think that's why I mainly stay on TikTok instead of like venturing out to like YouTube or like an Instagram or stuff or anything like that. Is, is that kind of what you relate to? Because you talked about wanting to start YouTube, but being more inclined to start on TikTok because people are nicer and you know that that type oh, yeah. of thing mm-hmm. on TikTok I think people I think they have like the most wonderful users on TikTok like on YouTube the, the comment section you get ripped to shreds <laughs> like I, I did not have the confidence to do that but TikTok I think people are relatively nicer there I think that they definitely can be but I also think that it depends on it obviously depends on the reaction to the video but yeah. it also depends on the video and the community itself that it reaches because, you, you know, your video could be just a something about you talking about your experience with budgeting or long-term investing and the people will still find something to hate about it. They're like, oh, but I don't want to wait that long. I don't want to have to save up all this money. Like they, there will always be something that they find wrong with it. Um, so that kind of, that sort of, you know, community and TikTok is kind of iffy, but I do 100% agree with you because 
that's one of the big reasons why I started is I was like, what's really going to happen if someone makes fun of my content? Like everyone's right. making the same content. Everyone's just trying to like be funny or go viral or whatever. Um, it's all cringe. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, you and I are both extremely frugal people, or at least I consider myself frugal. And I know yeah. you do as well because you make content about it. Uh, what is something that you will always leave room for in your budget? So this could be food, coffee, going to the movies, whatever else. All right. So two things. First, coffee, which I know treating yourself to coffee is really hated on in this community, <laughs> but it's just one of those simple things that make me so happy. Yeah. Like I don't do it every day, but like twice a week, like I don't mind it. Like I genuinely enjoy it. And it's just one of those simple pleasures. Yep. I, 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 I get coffee once a week. I don't even like coffee that much, but I, that's pretty much the only thing I spend money on like that and gas for my car. That's it. It's just like, it's a simple pleasure. Yeah, you know? seriously. Like, yeah. People hate on it so much in this community. <laughs> it, <laughs> it is weird. I mean, it's, it's kind of easy to attack it. Cause it's like, it's an unnecessary $5 expense, but, and some people do it every day. Some people buy coffee every day. Yeah, um, it could get expensive. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Cause I, I don't go to Starbucks, but uh, Starbucks drinks are like, they can get up to like $7, can't they? Yeah, they could get really it's expensive. crazy. That's insane. Yeah. I would never pay $7 for a coffee. But uh, what else? Are there any other examples? Secondly, like to like what I mean by like toys is like I will always spend money on like a new bike or a longboard or like any like skates or something just because like I'm so happy when I'm just riding around like doing nothing. Like mm. I don't I will never hesitate to spend money on like a new piece of gear or just equipment. Because to me, that's just like, I'm just enjoying like the simple pleasures. And I save where I can so that I could afford to buy myself those things. Hmm. And to me, if I buy a bike, that'll last me like years, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. My big thing is food. Like for me, I, the only thing I really spend money on that I probably like, it's something so unnecessary. Like spending money on food is unnecessary because you can just cook it at home. But it's one of the only things that I spend money on. And that's something that I leave room for in my budget 100%. But I also, um, I don't have like a strict... Uh, like Excel sheet budget. I don't know if you do or not, but I kind of just, I, I kind of just, yeah, I just keep an eye on my bank account. I keep an eye exactly on my expenses. Yeah. yeah, I know where everything's going. Yeah, exactly. And it, I, I think that, that comes with developing your skills in personal finance because if you if you have goals for the future, you don't need to have an Excel sheet to be checking every day, just as long as you have a general idea of what you're doing and what your goals are. You know what I mean? Exactly, I agree with that. For yeah. Sure. Um. So going off of that, how important is actually having a budget? Is is it the it, you know, is it the cornerstone for actually starting out in personal finance? I, I consider it kind of like where people maybe should start out in personal finance, like instead of investing, which can be obviously risky, but also like time consuming and you have to save money and stuff like that. I think budgeting is super simple. It's like saving money. It's like it, it's one of the most simple things that people can learn about, get really good at, and then you can graduate to investing and other stuff like that. Do you agree? Oh, I 100% agree. Like budgeting to me is just the fundamentals to financial success in general. And not only having a budget, but actually sticking to it. Like, you know, this, this I think like gives you control over your money and it keeps you accountable of like what you're spending and like shifts your focus to like saving investing paying down your debts mm -hmm. i just think also like it's a great tool for everyone to have to track you know their financial goals and their progress i i 100 agree i think that um a, a budget is like i said it, it's been labeled as something that is boring and dry and like you have to have an excel sheet for it but i think a budget is really just a goal that you have and then yes, you nice. working towards that goal like a, a budget could be literally anything it could be mapped to your life like traveling. I, I use traveling for an example a lot because most people that I talk to when I talk about 
you know, wanting to make money. Cause that, that's one of the things about me is I want to have a career where I eventually develop a couple of income streams of different types of wealth that I can continue to do while I work throughout my, most of my life. And mm-hmm. people don't like that. They're like, why would you want to work your whole life? I want to do things that I enjoy. And I'm like, well, what do you enjoy? And they're like traveling. I'm like, well, you need to be able to save and, and all this stuff and, and allocate different things of cash to travel. Like that's the whole point of budgeting. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know if you have any experiences with friends or anything like that, that kind of don't understand personal finance, but they also have goals that would require them to be able to budget and stuff like that. Do you have experiences with that? Honestly, all of my friends are just kind of bad with money. Like (laughs) I've helped them make budgets so many times, but they cannot stick to a budget. And that's why going back to like actually sticking to it is the most important part. Mm Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that's only experiences. My friends are really bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't even really say anything because I'm, my friends are pretty young. So oh, yeah. it's not like they are used to having to be good with money, but it's like, I feel like this is the age where you should start transitioning should into start. it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, because, you know, my friends work and they save money and they spend money. Um, so learning a little bit about money is, is almost like what you should be doing but it's also like i said really dry um, unless it's people like us who actually enjoy learning about it yeah, um, yeah. yeah but most people don't um so you know i completely understand that um and then the next question i have is actually a little bit um off of what it, it's not similar to what we were talking about with budgeting but it's actually talking about hustle culture um yeah. so you've made a tiktok on this before um and i think that your opinion was that you weren't a fan of hustle culture because it can get toxic yeah, yeah. oh 100 percent, 100 percent um, so my question is, with today's hustle culture, do you think people develop fear of missing out when it comes to, you know, downtime or being in school? Like, do you think people will think, oh, maybe I'm not working hard enough. Maybe this person's outworking me when really they should be relaxing. They should take that day off. Do you, what, what do you think about hustle culture? Honestly, no, I don't think they'll develop like fear of missing out on downtime, but I really wish it did. Because like with hustle, <laughs> with hustle culture, people I feel like people develop like superiority complex, like mm. complexes among their peers. Like, oh, I'm working forty to sixty hour weeks, and like you're just hanging out. And there, I really think that there needs to be a balance on you know like work and like enjoying your life. And I think with like even with TikTok, I feel like it's gotten to like even like younger people. Like you see people that are like sixteen years old. Like I haven't eaten lunch because I put all my money <laughs> in the stock market. Like, you know, oh, just, I, that one, I saw that one video. I was like, what? I was like, what? Why would like, you even do go that? Go eat your Uncrustable, please. Seriously, like go have a sandwich or something, please. It's like, not worth I it. I think it's, there needs to be a balance mm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 especially like at this age too, like we're so young that like, these are really like going to be like the best years of our lives and we should enjoy it. And there should be a balance, you know, like working 60 hour weeks isn't healthy. Like, you know. No, I, I, I 100% agree. And I think it, it, it's funny to, to hear you say that because I when what you said, I completely applied to myself and I was like, oh, she's so right. That's that's literally what I do. I Because I, I work full time and I go to school full time and my friends um, either just go to school or like they don't they just work and don't go to school. I, I enjoy working. I enjoy making my own money. Um, yeah. But I definitely fall into the trap of being like, oh, I you know, this stat, like, should I take this day off? I, I don't really want to, I want to keep working. That's going to be a hundred dollars out of my paycheck. I don't know. Like, and I think I've, I've been that way through high school. Cause I started working when I was like uh, eighth grade through to freshman year, like that, that period. Um, but you were yeah. 100% right. Cause I'm glad I didn't overdo it because if I overdid it, I would have missed out on all those high school experiences. 
Oh yeah. And you would have had like all those memories I feel like are way more valuable than, mm -hmm. you know, those hours you forget you spent at work, you know? Yeah. Oh, I don't even remember any of the hours I spent at work because it was <laughs> just boring. It was horrible. But, uh, you know, I, I think that in high school, like you said, those are developing points of your life, uh, with friendships, with relationships and stuff like that. And, uh, I think that once it gets to college and like, uh, that college age level where it's like, now you need to think about your career. I think that's mm -hmm. when you can lean a little bit more towards the hustle because yeah. for, for someone like me, I, um, I have school online so I can work full time. Like I'm not back on campus. Um, so I have time to work. Um, but like I, that's what I want to focus on doing. Like I like being able to invest money at this age because when I'm older, I'm going to have all these expenses like oh, rent, yeah. house expense and, and stuff like that. So I think transitioning from that age to maybe like a, an older college level age, I think that that's okay. But you are 100% right. Taking it too far is like you, you shouldn't take anything too far like that. Yeah, I think in this niche, it's it's like, honestly, I think it's people think it's cool to take it too far. And I think it's just so wrong. Like there just needs to be a balance. Yeah, no, I, I make jokes about um, with my mom about like when I when I have a career in finance, like falling asleep at my desk. And I'm like, I don't obviously really want to do that. Like she thinks that I'm being serious, but I'm like, I don't want to be falling asleep at my desk every night and waking up in the office. Like that's not what I want to do. Um, yeah. So you're 100% right. Mike, my next question is how do we avoid burnout either at my age or when we're getting older and we have careers and stuff like that? For me, I, I just listen to my body. Like your body will tell you when you need a break. And it's so important to listen to that. I mean, like understand like when you're just, you know, like to be disciplined, like you're just being lazy, but like also understand like when you're taking it too far and like when you just need to unplug, like yeah. you just really need to get to know yourself like that. And for me, the best way to just unplug and like rest is I, I have a little hammock and I like stuff it in my backpack and I bring it riding with me, like when I'm even longboarding or biking and I'll just find some trees and I'll just hang there for like a little bit. Oh, that's so sick. And just vibe. Yeah. Just vibe. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What's your opinion on sleep? Like should people be getting eight hours every night? Yes. Get like eight to 10 hours. Oh, 10 hours. <laughs> That, that is so funny i i'm horrible at sleeping i i usually sleep like i try to get like seven hours but it usually turns into six which is terrible for me and i already know that like i will never tell anyone to do that and i need to work on that that's one of the things i need to work on sleep um, is a priority for me yeah i i should be taking it as a priority i don't know why i don't i'm an idiot but do you have any side hustles that you could share with us i know you're big on side hustles and you make content about it and stuff like that what are some side hustles that you could share with us one of my favorite ways, like, so I used to do a lot of promotional modeling, which is, it's not like really what I think, like what people would think it is, like just at a first glance, like guys and girls can get into it. And it's not just like taking pictures. A lot of it is you're basically just like being ambassador for a brand. So mm. you could do this from like 18, but you'll get the most jobs when you're 21 because a lot of it is alcohol companies. Mm. And basically all you do is like you mostly go to bars and just like hand out like free merch samples of like beer oh, and yeah. stuff. Yep. And you get like I was getting paid like near like twenty five to like fifty dollars an hour doing yes doing what? yeah doing oh. nothing pretty much. And I would get like a bunch of free stuff too like free t shirts and stuff. And it's so chill like all you do is just hand out free stuff. Yeah. And e there's even like cool ways like take like like cool jobs like. Out here in Chicago, there's a lot of festivals. So you can even get a job like going into these festivals, working at a booth for a couple hours, and then just go hang out at the festival. And like, you didn't even have to pay for a ticket. That's that's actually so, I mean, where I live, uh, I don't live in like a city area. So there aren't like festivals and stuff like that around here. So it's, what, what I, when I think of side hustles, I immediately go to like garage sailing. 
Um, but also that's like, that's a lot of like time and effort. And I also hate eBay. I hate the user experience on eBay. It's so terrible. Why haven't they updated it? I have no idea. Um, but that's interesting because with the brand ambassador thing that you mentioned, I see comments. How did the, the brand just reach out to you to do that side hustle? So one, you have to find an agency, which is really easy. Um, I found mine through like Facebook, like there's a Facebook page. It's basically like Chicago promo hookups and all these brands just go on the Facebook page and just list out jobs and dates and their rates. And then all you do is like, you send them like your headshot, your application, and normally they'll just hire you right off the spot. Oh, so it's yeah, basically is modeling. Yeah. But like not, you don't take pictures of nothing. You just hand out stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That's. Wow. That's crazy. So that's like, that's real deal. Like I, when I think of uh, like brand ambassador, I think of like someone commenting on your Instagram post and being like, yo, just sent you a DM. Let's oh, like, yeah. let, let's get a shirt thing going on or something like that. And I always see those. And I'm like, I, I wonder how legit that is. Like how much could someone make doing being a brand ambassador with some random shirt company? But it, I, I, I can't imagine those little companies pay out that well, but these, these companies seem to pay out pretty like well. ones that you would like, you know, recognize, like I've worked for like Bud Light Coors mm-hmm. before just basically handing out stuff. And oh, wow. Yeah. It's the money you make just doing that is really sick. I and had no, I had no idea that, you, that that's a real deal side hustle. I had no idea that you did that. Yeah. And yeah, it's, I, <laughs> I've made so like the hours, like people like need degrees to make some of the money I've made. Like, yeah that hourly like it's actually insane i mean if, if you are like you're obviously very resourceful like you know how to get different income streams i feel like you can just apply that type of ability to anything in life the next question i have is uh in, in my opinion investing is turned into short-term uh trading based on speculation so my question is how could we all avoid the hype when it comes to these short-term stock plays like we saw with gamestop and amc like how do we avoid being influenced by the stuff we see on tiktok and instagram I 100% agree about how it's turned into like, you know, a lot of speculation, but first and foremost, really be mindful of your media consumption, like how much you're getting sucked into it. And also like who you're following too. Like I, like, you know, I know a lot of my followers are beginners and I would never tell them to like, go invest your life savings in AMC. I would, you know, like I, I just would never do that. Mm -hmm. So just be also be careful on who you're following too. Mm -hmm. And, um, also, before you make any decision, and this just comes from like just anything in life, ask yourself if you understand it. Like a lot of, I feel like a lot of people when they got stuck into like the GameStop AMC, they didn't know what was going on and they just, just straight sent it for <laughs> just said there was this hilarious TikTok that I saw on my for you page. It was it was this guy and he was recording himself and he's like, Where everyone was so into investing, where is everyone out now? Like, where is everyone at now? It was just like that period of like two weeks where it seemed like everyone was investing and now that it's less hype and there's less this crazy influence in the market from these reddit reddit communities and stuff like that no one's really talking about it anymore i i, I think it was that like i said short term trading just, just based off of what they heard on social media and saw on social media and i i think what you do a really good job at is like you said avoiding that because first of all it's you know yeah. they might hold you liable to whatever happens with their play. I feel and, like it like taints your credibility. Yeah. Oh, oh, 100%. And I, I think that when I see pages that are strictly based off of that, like giving out picks, I, I already feel like, like their credibility. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, why do you, why would you make content about this? It's, you're going to be reflected that way. And if it, the trade doesn't work out for someone that follows you, like they're going to hate you. 
like that. Yeah. yeah it's, it's crazy. And I think also, on TikTok too, I think that because it's such a young age range, they're so gullible, <laughs> like, you know, to these things. Whereas like you and I, I feel like we know a little bit better. Yeah. And no. I, I think that comes with the age and the exposure and stuff like that and the time spent on social media. Um, and I, I think you do a really good job at making content about the right thing to do, which is like index funds, long-term plays, ETFs, like in a Roth IRA account. And that's something that I try to push as well. And I think that if more people thought like the way that you did, I think investing would be seen as literally investing instead of trading. Because if, if you were to talk about investing with maybe a friend of yours who's not as they're not in that space then they would immediately think day trading like trading to go pay for things that day it's like that's not what investing oh yeah and i even got like comments and stuff already like saying like i want to get started investing but like what's day trade like do i have to day trade yeah which you absolutely don't have to and it's just i don't know the tiktok i don't know why tiktok pushes it out they really gotta stop <laughs> it's exciting content because you see someone making money within a day that you probably get made. rich quick yeah it's get rich quick it's it's that's what people like to see it's because they want to they want to live vicariously through those people because it's risky and it's hard and they don't want to put their own money to that type of stuff so it's like i'd rather watch this person do it and i'll, I'll blow up their tiktok account like that's that's just how yeah. it works um so that was actually the last question I had. So is there anything that you want to plug your TikTok, maybe Instagram, whatever else? Nothing. Just like, check me out on TikTok, follow Cooper's TikTok, and just keep listening to this podcast. Awesome. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. I really had fun. Yeah, this is awesome. Hopefully you come on again. That'd be awesome. I'm down. 100%. Perfect. Sweet. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Iris. As you can tell, she is super down to earth with her personal finance knowledge and isn't afraid to help and inform people who are interested in learning. Please go check out Iris on TikTok. Again, her ad is iris.ayala, which is spelled A-Y-A-L-A-A. Go give her a follow. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, her content is great and super easy to apply to your own life. Whether you're into dividend investing, side hustles, learning about ETFs, brokerage app reviews, she can teach you about it for sure. If you want to see video content from this episode with Iris, you can check me out on TikTok and Twitter at 2 cents 20 year old. I will be posting content from this episode as well as last week's episode, so keep an eye out for that. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, I would appreciate it so much if you gave this show a review and a rating. It helps us grow this podcast, and it means so much to me, but you guys already knew that. Uh, thank you again all for listening. Thank you to Iris for taking the time to come on, and I will see you all next week. Thank you for listening. Anytime she talks to me, I feel I gotta go uh, Nervously and purposely, I never really know Just exactly what to say, she got me geeking on the low uh. Lady, lady, uh, yeah. uh, baby, baby, uh, yeah. uh, uh, lately, lately, I've been thinking, I've been looking, okay. Yo, lately, I've been looking at myself in third person. Now I finally see it's hard to see that.